Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of our Mental Health Services Connecting Badgers podcast. My name is Geetanjali, I use she her pronouns and I'm a students of color focus provider at UHS and one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Hello, my name is Casey. I am an access specialist and care manager here through UHS. I use she and hers pronouns. Happy to be with you today. It's important to note that this podcast does not replace mental health treatment and should not be considered as such. If you are interested in learning more about seeking mental health treatment at UHS, you can continue listening to this episode and you can also webbook a confidential access appointment through the My UHS portal. There is no problem to small to schedule an access appointment. Access specialists are here to discuss your concerns and assist you in getting connected to mental health resources. If you have any questions about meeting with an access specialist, you can call the MHS front desk at 608-265-5600, option two, and we will answer any questions you may have before you schedule. We will also answer those questions today in this podcast. Or if you would prefer to get connected to a provider outside of UHS, we can assist with this also. As a reminder, you could access 24-7 crisis resources. These include the UHS crisis line at 608-265-5600, option 9. And in the event of an emergency, please dial 911. So today we wanted to build off on our conversation last time where we discussed how to identify mental health concerns and start talking about what comes next. So we're calling this episode Mental Health 102, Seeking Services. Now that let's say you have identified that you want to reach out and take that next step in talking with a professional, how do you do it? Um, What do you do? What can you do? Uh, So we're going to talk about what should you expect out of the first appointment, the first point of contact with UHS, and then also what should you expect out of the counseling experience in general. So I'm going to get us started with the first question. So how should I go about getting connected to services at, at UHS? Great question. Where do you start? So probably the best place to start would be uh, by doing an access appointment. Um, as we always mention at the top there, you can web book through my UHS. Uh, you can also call our front desk and have them set it up um, as the entry point really into um, our MHS services. But we can also talk about um, options elsewhere, too, and help get you connected. So um, what even is it? <laughs> um, it's a short, like 20, 30 minute um, appointment. It is by phone. Um, and really, we we are just gathering some basic information. And then we collaborate with you, really figure out what feels like a good fit in terms of determining needs and connecting you to the best resources. Again, if that's um, either here through MHS or elsewhere. Um, during the appointment, what it looks like. Um, We are gathering a lot of basic information. Um, We'll gather a little bit of background. If you've had mental health treatment before, um, if things were helpful in the past, um, if you've, you know, been on medications or anything like that. Um, So gathering a lot of background and then also in the present, getting a, a picture of maybe what's going on that led you to make an appointment. Um, so we'll you know get more information of you know what are some 
current symptoms? Um, you know, how long have things been going on for? Um, is this an all the time thing? What are like some of the frequency of uh, symptoms and things that you're having? And then importantly too, how is it affecting your, uh, your basic functioning day to day? Like, does it make it, you know, difficult to go to class? Have you noticed your, you know, your grades dropping? Um, you know, your work has, has suffered, social life, uh, you know, things like that. Um, we do also like to assess, um, you know, some areas too of, of your life that may not feel relevant initially when you are coming in. So we'll talk about, you know, what's your sleep like? What are your, your eating habits? Um, and any kind of symptoms that way. We will also ask um, about substance use. Um, and then we will do like a risk assessment with you. So always wanting to check in regarding, um, you know, things like suicidal ideation, like thoughts of harm to self or others, and kind of talking with you more about that too. So there's a lot that goes on in a, in a brief amount of time. It is really just a brief overview of things, but the more information you have for us, I think the better, because it can really help us, um, you know, narrow down what, what might be a, a good option. So, um, students, importantly, uh, students can make requests. So to be referred to mental health providers with specific identities, backgrounds, or training for their ongoing care here at UHS or in the community. Um, so those would be good things uh, to know too, or, or things to keep in mind for, for an appointment. So a lot and that we Casey, um, Casey, and Casey here is our access specialist. So a great person for any access related question. One question that um, I hear from a lot of students is what if somebody does an access appointment, but they don't know what they're looking for? Um, and in what ways can then the appointment be helpful? Like they don't know what services they want to be connected to. Yeah, that's a great question, right? Because um, sometimes you you don't know, right? Especially if you've never had any kind of treatment before, it's a little hard to know what might work for you, what might not. Um, we usually give a, a rundown of really any and all options that we might have. Um, I usually send out to information to students afterward too, like particularly on like groups and information that we might, or things that we have currently going on. So it could also be something that maybe you want to kind of think about, like think about those different options and consider and can always reach back out to us um, if interested, but um, it, Usually people have a, a pretty good idea of maybe initially what they might be interested in, but, you know, learning a little bit more about like groups if they have particular concerns um, could also be like identity based groups and things like that. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about those things, too, which, um, you know, what what might feel like a good fit, but ultimately it is also the, the student's decision to what they're, um, you know, wanting to do at that time. The other question that often people ask is, what can somebody do to um, prepare for an access appointment or what might be helpful information to know before making an access appointment? 
Yeah. So when you do, um, if you do book a, an appointment online, if you do web book through my UHS, um, it does prompt you to fill out a pre-appointment questionnaire. That can be really helpful if you're if you're able to do that. Um, it is several questions on there, but um, should take a couple minutes uh, to complete. Um, and that really does ask some, you know, basic information about what you might be interested or, or looking for. It does ask, like, more generally, if there are, like, particular concerns bringing you in. And so you can select um, different topics on that questionnaire. That can give us a little bit of a picture um, going into the appointment. Um, of what you might be looking for. It will also ask uh, like basic demographic information. Um, so that is um, good for us to know and we would ask you anyway in the appointment. So it might save you some time. Um, so having some of that information completed ahead of time can be great. Um, having a private space for the appointment and having time for it, since it is 20, 30 minutes, is really helpful too. Um, I know it gets a little tough if you are, you know, in a dorm and roommates around and it's not always possible, but trying to get a private space during that time because we will get into a little bit of personal information. So it'd be nice to, um, you know, be able to, to speak freely, I think, for that. Um, Another thing that can be helpful too is just like having your schedule available in terms of for the semester so we can compare schedules because we can uh, schedule right from there in that appointment. Um, so those are some of the, the kind of key pieces that, that come to mind of the ways to prepare. Now, I might actually turn it over to you for the second part because what we were thinking about um, also covering here is, all right, I had my access appointment, um, you know, say I am scheduled for individual counseling here through UHS, um, and then now I am to see you, Kitanjali. Um, what can I expect out of counseling? What, what even happens? I think that's such an important question because a lot of times counseling can have so many um, connotations outside in the world. It can be this and that. Um, so it's important for someone who's stepping into counseling, choosing this as choosing this for themselves to know what, what's going to happen. So something to know about counseling at UHS would be that we are a brief model. We What that means is that we only meet with students for a shorter duration versus outside in the community for a longer duration. And I share that with anybody who I meet for the first appointment. The first appointment is usually different than the follow-up appointments and the follow-ups. I usually meet with my clients once in two weeks or three weeks, depending on a collaborative decision-making between me and whoever I'm seeing the first appointment is, again, I would say, diving deeper into the access appointment. So again, asking all those different questions about family, about um, your life at UW, about identities, about what your what are some goals for counseling, concerns for counseling. I usually see that as my long one-hour opportunity to get as much information about the person that I'm meeting to build a strong foundation of the relationship that we are going to share in the follow-ups. Um, most 
providers, me included, would also share about their counseling style in the first appointment or in the second appointment. And it's okay to ask questions about that. Um, counseling is supposed to be a very transparent process. I usually encourage all of my students to ask questions and share that it's okay to be like, hey, why are we doing this? Why did you ask that? It's okay to ask that and uh, share that. Another common question that I've heard about counseling is, oh, what is okay and not okay to talk about in counseling? And uh, Casey, I think you would agree with me on this, that everything is okay. There is no, leave no stone unturned. You can touch on everything and anything that being said, um, if at any point it feels like you, it's it's going to be collaborative. Um, nobody's going to push you to talk about something unless you don't want to talk about it. At the same time, um, since counseling is growth-oriented, support-oriented, you and your provider might decide uh, what feels what feels like a good place, what feels like a good direction to go in. Some common things that we um, have students talk about are so, and this is not an inclusive list, but some people come in to talk about coping skills for anxiety, for depression, just general coping skills in life, and then end up talking about other things that are happening in their life, like managing stress, family things, their uh, things that happened in the past. It's definitely okay and encouraged to talk about events that happened in the past, and maybe you didn't get an opportunity to kind of talk about them or process about them, processing grief about lost relationships, lost things, lost places. That's also a big thing. Um, relationship concerns, uh, general interpersonal concerns, and also just growth and self-care and talking about, I want to be a person who takes care of themselves and I want to learn how to do that. So learning skills like that because being a student is really hard. Um, so those are some things that we commonly have students talk about, but then obviously other things as well. Um, Casey, can you think of other things that I might have missed in describing counseling? No, I mean, that was really comprehensive. I felt like that was <laughs> such a good answer for a huge question, right? Where, you know, it's, I appreciate hearing that as it's, it's so intimidating just to even or can be intimidating to make that first step. And especially when you don't know what to expect, right? And Exactly. Yeah. And I would also say that the first appointment in counseling is also a place to see if the counselor is a good fit for you. So it's okay to say and ask questions about um, their counseling style, but then also if you feel like you don't feel as comfortable, it isn't a good fit, it's also okay to ask for a change of counselor that is a right and that is that is important to feel safe and comfortable. Yes, I am so glad you mentioned that. That was going to be my next question, too, of like what happens if it you can usually tell pretty quickly, like if it's yeah. something that clicks. Um, sometimes I, I tell folks to like, you know, maybe even just give that initial appointment a shot because it, it does tend to be a lot of information gathering. And so sometimes I know people can be 
um, you know, sometimes disappointed if they come into it thinking they're going to get a lot out of that first one. And, you know, it, it is a lot of getting to know you. Um, but always comes down to trust your gut, though. Like, you, again, you can tell. And if it, you know, isn't a matter of just the clinician changing their approach or something or, you know, something they, they can't change or, you know, any time that you would want to change providers, that is easy enough to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. So that's really good to know too. Well, I think, I mean, this is such a big topic. Obviously we only scratch the surface here, <laughs> but this might just be a good jumping off point. So, I mean, if, you know, interested in uh, connecting with us, uh, please do reach out. Um, but yeah, feel free to um, follow us on social media or tag us using hashtag connecting badgers. Um, any thoughts, feedback, requests for topics, questions. Um, if you know of anyone who might benefit from this information, share out our podcast with a friend. Um, and also check out MHS's Instagram, which is UW underscore MHS. Thanks for listening to us today. And um as a reminder, if you're struggling, you can always access our crisis line for support wherever you are, whenever you need at 608-265-5600, option 9. Bye.